Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition episode of the Fundamentally Sound Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Serrata, and joined with me today, the journey woman, the 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 the, the engine that could, the I don't know, <laughs> Cindy Ann Cottrell. Uh, some may know her dad, Ron Cottrell, super famous uh, head coach for Houston Baptist University. She is a general or well, general grad assistant at Texas A&M University. Yeah, the big one, not where I came from. Uh, technically, we both came from there. And she's one of my uh, my sister's old teammates, as well as uh, a former player for the women's basketball team down in Corpus. Sydney, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Enjoying Christmas break. How about you? I feel that. Yeah, it's been good. So you want to give like a, a little background, a little intro to yourself? Uh, sure. So grew up with a college basketball dad. He's been at HBU for 30 years. And then in high school, I decided I wanted to play college basketball. And so I went to Texas a Corpus Christi as a walk-on. And then I earned a scholarship for my senior year, which is pretty cool. And then I graduated with a degree in biomedical sciences. And now I'm working on my master's and working for Coach Blair. We are now number nine in the nation. Woo-woo. There you go. Um, and on a winning streak right now. So it's pretty cool working with the best staff, I think, in the nation. They're amazing. They are definitely one of the best uh, to do it in the realm of college basketball. Um, super, super cool to know that I know somebody that's, you know, working with the team that's nationally ranked. <laughs> just, yeah, that's just a cool thing on my side. And, you know, huge shout out to you. Super congrats. I've already told you this, like uh, off camera, off whatever. Um, but super congrats to you. That is absolutely insane. Um, our viewers definitely have heard of you. Um, without <laughs> a doubt, these last two live episodes with Emma and uh, Tony. And uh, we're all super proud of you. And you, you deserve it 100%. <laughs> Thank you. So let's talk about high school. I don't know anything about your high school background. Okay. Now, obviously, uh, I, I've known you and Emma. Y'all were my first two friends on the um, that were on the team. Mm-hmm. So we've uh, we've known each other for a little while. So I kind of know your uh, your your background in you know college basketball. But what was your what was your time like? And and what high school did you go to in Houston? I went to Travis High School in Richmond. Um, I played obviously my whole life, um, played in high school and actually I played with a post that's at Baylor right now. She, um, she came in as a freshman when I was a senior and it was really cool to play with her and then see her win a national championship. So that was awesome. That is wild. Yeah. I, I I completely forgot Yeah. She's number 25 plays for Baylor. Really, really good. Really athletic. Awesome person. Um, what were the averages like? My averages? Yeah, what are the averages like? You know, gas yourself up a little bit. Honestly, I didn't really pay attention to that stuff. I just paid attention to winning. Oh, come that was, on. That was you didn't take one time? I mean, I remember a couple of highlight games. So let's just like ballpark it, like uh, maybe upwards of 18. Somewhere, somewhere in there, 15 to 18. 
Okay. Okay. With some assist to Queen and stuff like that. Okay. Nice. Nice. For those who don't know, she's a shooter. Shooter. <laughs> Let me tell you, whenever we were on the practice team, uh, I, I don't, I'm not gassing myself up here whatsoever and I'm not bragging whatsoever, but I was always the one that was the, how in quotation, I'm doing, I'm saying this in, you know, quotations. Um, the one that they were focusing on. That was the one that they scouted around. No, it varied no. based Why? on, it about? varied based on what the person that they were focusing on does. So if it was a post, it was you. No, because I yeah. played the guard from New Orleans. Remember that? And I played the guard from uh, Sam Houston State. That was real solid. It was that – I don't even know. It was like something brown or – Randy Brown was one. Randy thing. Brown. I knew it was a guy. I was going to say Travis Brown or something. Yeah, it was – but, yeah, without a doubt. And there was more guards that I played. But, <laughs> yes, you're right. It did vary. But I feel – yeah, whatever. Uh, anyway <laughs> – <laughs> but you were always one that I was looking out to. And, uh, you know, it, it just made it easy because, you know, the money spot right in the corners. And I'd just be like, all right, we're walking back. And I just, yeah, it was always fun. I always enjoyed it because, um, you know, you being a walk-on, you were with uh, the scout team for a little bit, um, that like the first year and a half that I practiced you on. Yeah. I enjoyed it so much. Now, coming into college, did you get – any any offers? Um, some non D one offers, for sure. Um, and a couple of preferred walk on offers. There, it was between Anum Corpus Christi and a couple others. What for, do we know the the others? Um, Oral Roberts was one. Okay, I do know. And that's yeah, and then the D the non D ones were like Trinity and uh. UT Permian Basin and stuff like that. Now, for those who don't know, Trinity is also in San Antonio. UT Permian Basin is down in the valley. Wait, no, down in uh, East Texas, my fault. Uh, yeah. That's far. Yeah. That, that I think that's farther than Corpus, is it not? Definitely. Yeah, no. Um, Corpus is only three hours from my house. So what if you have gotten four hours, three hours the way you drive, miss? Four hours usually to, to Houston? I'm in Sugarland. Oh, you're outside. Yeah, okay. I did not know that. Okay, that makes sense. I was like, Houston is definitely four, but you drive like crazy, so it's three. I understand. Whatever. Woman, you would send me, like, Snapchats of you going, like, 100 down the freaking highway. That is not true. Maybe it was somebody else. (laughs) Dave called me out. (laughs) I don't know. I just, everybody that I I definitely don't Snapchat while I drive. Oh, yeah, then definitely wasn't you. I don't know who wasn't. All right, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna stop calling you out. My fault. Uh, <laughs> now, going through Corpus, um, you know, you did your due diligence. What was your favorite memory out of the entire four years that you were there? Um, so we obviously won the conference championship the last year, right? Yeah, it was the same thing. Yeah, it was senior night, right? And my dad's a college. It was. It was? Okay. It was because my dad's a college basketball coach in the same conference. And so for senior night, it worked out where he was a team we're playing. Facts. It was HBU. Yeah, I remember Emma saying that. Um, so he got to be there for my senior night and us winning the championship, which is probably huge. right. So 
it worked out that way. And that was probably my favorite memories being able to have my dad there for that championship and being able to have my family there for that. Wow. Now, yeah, of course. And you know, I can, I'll give that to you because I mean, at the end of the day, you know, Emma could, could have said like, Oh yeah. I mean, winning the championship, but it seems like, yeah, her parents were there, but like it as fans and, you know, I I think that was just a little different. That's why I kind of wanted her to like get like another one to back that one up. But with you, it, it, it makes all the sense in the world because I mean, you know, your dad's the longest or the second longest tenured coach in fifth. the fifth longest fifth oh, wow. longest active tenured coach in the nation. Okay. Look at that. Fifth or fourth somewhere in there. But I'm yeah. Sure. yeah. And he was even like recognized on the NCAA Twitter last year. I remember that. And he was in one of their graphics and uh, super congrats to him. I mean, what did the, what was it like growing up with, you know, just like, I guess like a super dad in sense in terms of like sports players. I mean, our sports players, athletes, you know, I mean, your dad is coaching at a division two at the time, right? NAI at the time we went to division one when I was in middle school. Okay. I'm getting all the facts wrong and I'm glad you're here to, you know, absolutely. No, no. And that's not a shot at you. I mean, hey, you know your stuff. And I mean, <laughs> um, I, I picked a good one. So <laughs> I picked a good guess. So, uh, but anyway, NAIA um, had a lot of success, correct? Yes, a lot. We were number one in the nation for a while. We went to the, we won the Red River Conference quite a bit. Went to the tournament, the national tournament almost every year, if not every year. So definitely the transition to D1 was very much well-deserved. Yes, very much so. And that's good. That's good for your dad. Um, mm-hmm. Now, how long have y'all been in the Southland? So when we first transitioned, we were in the Great West Conference, which funny story, my mom actually worked for them because my mom worked for HBU. <laughs> so my mom, my dad was athletic director and head men's basketball coach at HBU when they were in AI. Okay. My mom was the SID, which you know what that is, sports yep. information director at HBU with my dad. Shout out Rachel. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So it was kind of like my sister and I grew up there basically because both my parents worked there and when they had to work, we were at the gym all the time. Yeah. So we go to division one. My mom worked, my mom goes to the great West conference and works for them as the SID. And then my dad's team is also in the great West conference and then the Great West Conference disbanded. A few teams went to the WAC and just other places. And then HB went to the Southland. That was probably my – I was in high school when that happened. So it was like probably six or something years ago. I'm not 100% sure on that. Okay. Okay. But, yeah, they've been in there not too long. But okay. So – what you probably put how, how long were you on the west coast conference for the great west conference great west conference west coast conference is definitely uh, still around so um great west conference we were there for let's see probably like four or five years okay so uh, relatively very new to d1 sports I mean, yes. so, okay, so, and it makes sense. I mean, you know, um, and this is not a shot at HBU, but HBU is um, is usually probably towards the lower end of the Southland. Uh, sometimes. And sometimes, very sometimes, you're true. Because my dad has also been either 
fourth or second yep. or something like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. and y'all have very in uh, the men's department has very much been in contention for uh, for the tournament throughout the most of the season. Uh, yes. and, and I think I want to say two of the years that I've known you out of the four. So, um, overall, like pretty pretty successful in my opinion i mean just just being 10 years in and some of these other programs are very much past that i mean shout out to you know the entire hbu program but um so going back to it y'all win the championship Mm -hmm. and we're already spoiled it y'all are gonna be there january 9th i'm super excited not only because my sister gets a ring but because i get to see all my friends all the girls that i you know i i I helped uh not helped but i practiced with and you know it's it's so surreal and like i I just can't like tell me what do you think's gonna like go through your head in that moment because i can't even like fathom like what what it would even feel like well i probably will not be able to be there oh um we play Arkansas the 10th in Arkansas. Oh. So I will be traveling on the 9th from College Station to Arkansas. Oh, that's so tragic. I'm yeah. sorry. I did not know that. Yeah. Emma so. just said that everybody was going to be there. So, yeah, but. Uh, yeah, I I probably will not be able to make it, especially because of COVID right now. True. Mm, um, sure. Having to quarantine once I come back and everything. I just don't know. How's that uh, affected like your daily daily routine? Like what what walk us through a day in the life of Sydney now that you're at A and M and you are part of the team. Um, always wear a mask whenever I'm around anybody. Okay. Um, and we do daily daily uh, daily um COVID symptoms tests? checks. Oh, symptoms checks. Okay. Yeah, and get our temperature taken. Always maintain distance, always, always wear a mask, like I said. Um, that's basically it. And I go in in the morning. I work a lot with video, um, along with other stuff. I do a lot of stuff around there, but I work a lot with video. And so I do a lot of coding during practices and games and um, scout film and stuff like that, helping the coaches with whatever they need. Basic, you know, GA stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um. Who was who was the who was the GA? Just LD and Malik. Malik mm-hmm. Latin, that guy. You remember Rachel? Do you remember Rachel and I don't know if you were there. Rachel. Rachel and Ian. Mm. You remember Ian? It's not ringing any bell. Before your time, um, doesn't ring any bells. She was tall. She was a GA for us. Ian was the SID. No, definitely, okay. definitely not. The only SID that I knew was Rachel. Okay. The uh, the the new Rachel, obviously, not the Rachel that you're talking about. Right. <laughs> just for the just for the fans, just for uh, yeah. just for the viewers or listeners. Um, but uh, you know, even whenever I was. I, I wasn't practicing. Obviously, I couldn't practice my last semester um, because I was interning with the athletics department. And um, even just like from a fan's point of view, like 
I could just tell that y'all brought a lot of just energy. You know, uh, y'all had a lot of people on your team that, that were definitely just like hype bringers. And I, it's just like, just watching as a fan, y'all were so fun to watch. And especially like seeing, uh, seeing you play, like you come so far, you actually, you were playing role, uh, role player minutes throughout the entire season. Uh, it was really fun to watch everybody and see everybody succeed. Now, I understand that not everybody did because they didn't get to play in time, but, I mean, it was a very, very, very deep roster. So, right. it's, And, I mean, you know, even with, like, and just throwing the name out there, even with, like, Ari, like, she couldn't play because we had a bunch of posts. Right. And But when she did, I mean, she had, like, two, three blocks against Incarnate Word uh, in yeah. San Antonio in her first start. And it's like, that's that just goes to show, like, and she was producing on the offensive side as well. It just shows like how deep of a roster y'all really were. Was yeah. now do I guess what I'm trying to get at here? Do you think that y'all would have potentially put up a fight in the playoffs or not, not in the playoffs? I know that y'all probably, in my opinion, y'all would have won the the Southland. Like right. that's there's no doubt in my mind. Y'all were the best team, and the pre rankings that they were putting out were total BS. <laughs> like you bring back eight seniors, right. and, and you get a nice recruiting recruiting class, and you're put third. Don't understand that. Yeah. Anyway, do you think that y'all would have put up a fight? I mean, they would have. They, yeah, I don't know who y'all would have went up against, but do you think that? I mean, y'all put up a fight against Montana. Put up a fight against Missouri. Or wait, my fault, Missouri, not Montana. Missouri State. But what are your thoughts, thoughts and opinions? I feel like we probably would have gone to Waco and played Baylor. Probably, yeah. I can understand that. we would have done our the best that we could. Right. I mean, that's the thing about basketball and the thing about any sport that makes sports so amazing is anything can happen at any given moment. And so you just can never – you can never outright predict somebody to win the game. Right. So I feel like you have a chance anytime you touch the floor. So we would have we would put up a fight for sure. And y'all match up well against any team. Y'all had the height right. of any big D one program. Y'all right. had the shooting of well. Y'all had good enough shooting. <laughs> I think that that's just y'all's that was y'all's number one like Achilles heel. Right. And it showed in that Southland in the Southland championship the year before. Correct. Y'all went over eleven. Correct. That had to have hurt. Yes. Now, take take me take me through that. You know, I didn't ask him about that. That's probably one thing that we skipped over. That championship game. What what was going on before? What was going on after? That I feel like that championship game was all adrenaline for the whole team. We'd already played three games. Back to back to back, mm-hmm. tired as heck, mm-hmm. and so when you get to that point, you just go off straight adrenaline. Right, you okay. just go off that that just will to win. And when we got down in that game, I remember we never got down on ourselves. We just we always had the fight and fire, and we always said we can still do this. And obviously, we did. We came back from a twenty five point deficit and lost by one, which is insane. It was all in the fourth quarter. Um, it was just everybody fighting to win. Everybody had the heart and had the passion for it. And we're like, we have nothing to lose right now. So 
we never gave up, never got down ourselves. And that shows for mental toughness as well, for true. sure. Very because true. we could have been like, we're down 25. There's four minutes left. We aren't going to win. But we never said that. Now, afterwards, that's the hardest part. But what what was it like afterwards? Afterwards was hard. Um, especially for Yuri, because it was her last game. Oh, True. Shout out your so name. it was very hard in that locker room. Just everybody was really upset because we were so close and we wanted that ring so bad. And it definitely fueled the next season because we were on a mission to get that ring. Um, Coach Chowick put something in the locker room in there and like he's like, we're coming back for, for this the next time, the next uh, tournament. Obviously, we didn't get that chance, but we still got our ring. Um, it was definitely hard for Yuri, and but it definitely fueled us. We all, we thought we might have a chance for another postseason tournament, but it did not happen, unfortunately. So, um, yeah. I mean, y'all are the South Conference champs. Let's be real here. All right. We didn't have a postseason. What do you fall back on? The yeah. regular season. <laughs> y'all were the mother-loving champions. Period. I mean, that's the thing. After the tournament got canceled, it's like, how many programs can really say they went out on a win? facts that's actually that's really that's a really good point i didn't think about it that way like you think about it it's like not only do y'all go out on a win y'all go out on a championship that was a game deciding you know i mean hbu was like two and 11 or something like that so it's like they're but they put up a good fight through the first half i was actually worried i'm not gonna lie they put up a good fight through the first half but they always fight yeah true very true um so they have nothing to lose at that point, too. It was the last game for a lot of those seniors, and they knew it because they weren't going to the tournament. So they just wanted to be like, we're going to go out and play like we play. So yeah. And I think – and if I remember correctly, like y'all were only up by like three or five or something like that after the first half. But Tumble then y'all, y'all came out, and I think you know, it was a marginable victory. But um, you can't go – and I, I love this. I love this. You can't experience the highs without the lows. Correct. And – I just love that saying because it's just like y'all are the perfect example of that y'all literally were in the lowest of the low where y'all were, y'all didn't make the the postseason. Y'all barely made the postseason, made a great run, got to the championship, fell short because y'all had to play the most games, but, and you know, Abilene only had to play like two. Yeah. And it's just like to see y'all come back. Y'all were doubted in the rankings, like I just said. Mm-hmm. Y'all were like, all right, to hell with those rankings. Went out, played your basketball, and definitely I was scared at the beginning. Y'all were not playing up to code. Yeah. And then y'all finally took it, you know, took care of business against the bigger teams whenever y'all were struggling against the littler teams, which I absolutely found mind-boggling. <laughs> but – um. I'm so glad I got to experience it at the end of the day. And, you know, some of the practicing y'all were definitely some of the funnest times of my life. So what's really cool about my experience is I registered my freshman year, right? Uh-huh. Was a walk-on, registered. My freshman year, we went 9-20 and 20 mm-hmm. and didn't make the Southland Conference Tournament. Yep, We I finished remember. the bottom. <laughs> and then my senior year, we completely flipped that record around, plus more wins. Yeah. 
and win the championship. I always thought that was cool to see how much the growth was between my first year and my last year. And then just to be a part of it the whole time. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And you're entrenched in history. Yeah. Y'all are the best women's basketball team to have ever played for the university. Right. That is, that's gotta be an amazing feeling. Yeah. And you know, I don't know. It's just, I feel for your situation more because I mean, you were on the scout team with us, like, you know, with me and CJ mainly, I mean, there was others, but I, let's just be real here. It was basically just me and CJ um, consistently. And, you know, CJ and I would always talk and be like, um, we wish that you got more chances. I mean, obviously they're doing their due diligence with you, but we, me and CJ both wish that you had definitely gotten more chances to run with, you know, at least the second team, like give us, Somebody else, like, uh, um, I, towards the end of the year, they actually did give you more chances. They gave us you know, Gianna, who is now a starter, and LD, who was a, you know, role player um, the year after, I think, and current GA. Shout out, LD. Um, she just graduated. Yeah, she did just graduate. You're right. Shout out to her. That is awesome. Um, and shout out to Gianna, too. Yeah, Man. She, me too. Yeah, psychology and what do you know what LD was? Wasn't it like oh. justice or no? Mm. That was her undergrad. Um, I can't remember what her graduate degree was. I can't remember, I can't remember either. No, um, but no, yeah, uh, definitely without a doubt, Gianna just graduated undergrad. Shout out Gianna Wright. Um, be sure to, by the way, for the listeners, go and support this team. Like they're going to be a fun team in the future to watch. Uh, TMECC, Islanders, Lady Islanders, Islanders, whatever. I think Islanders is a pretty universal term. Um, but I asked Emma, what do you think about this team? You can be harsh. I mean, uh, no. you don't know. This team other. is very young, but they have a lot <laughs> of fight in them. Yeah. That's the thing is, first of all, they're young. But second of all, they didn't have the time to prepare like they've had in the past they weren't able to come in for a session of summer school like they usually do they were mainly doing individual workouts at the beginning which it's hard to teach defense and individual workouts because coach Chadwick plays very team scheme defense very much so Um, so it was just already young already a lot of new people and then having to wait longer to teach them stuff it just put them behind schedule but they are fighting and I watch every game usually if I'm not working I watch the game of course because I've got to support my team um I see a lot of fight in them I see them I look up and they're playing four freshmen and a sophomore and I'm like what the heck is going on because it's it's usually five seniors on the floor yeah facts so it's like, it's completely different seeing so many new faces, so many new people. I'm still trying to get to know everybody that's out there and how they play. And I'm sure they're doing the same. So it's, they're going to be, they're going to be good. What do you think about they're Paige good. Allen? Huh? What do you think about Paige Allen? She's good. She's, she's great good. defensively. Obviously she's leading the nation in steals. She's second in steals. Just saw that. Second in the nation in steals. Yeah. Get your stuff right. My turn. Okay. <laughs> um, so, and we're fourth in the nation in steals as well. No, really? you know that? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, it's crazy. That's awesome. She's going to be a force for sure. 
Uh, I definitely had my doubts at the beginning because, you know, like social media has, I'm not like, look, all right, I got to slap people with the realist stick, right? Like, you know, the, the realist bone or the, 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 I don't know, you know, the realist inside of me just have to smack them with the realist stick, you know, every once in a while. I'm that type of guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but no, uh, I'm just like, they're gassing her up on like on Twitter. And I'm just like, she shot three for 14. I was like, calm down. I was like, I understand she did good, but she didn't do great. Like we're gassing her up here. And then next day comes along. She does, she does good. And the game after that, she does good. I'm just like, all right, she's, yeah, she's good. She's very good. And, you know, um, I haven't been able to watch any games this year because of work. Um, yeah. yeah, it's so tragic. Um, but I don't know if she's, you know, getting these steals through, uh, you know, passing lanes or she's getting them, you know, on ball, um, which definitely a difference. Um, yes. If you get it on ball, then you're definitely, you know, you're actually playing defense on ball. Which is what she usually gets from what I've seen. She usually gets on ball. Well, there you go. Yeah, I did not know that. And that's that's great to hear uh, that she's not just a, a passing lanes type of person. Because let's be real here. I don't find that as defense. Like, you can just read the pass. I, I really don't. Like, honestly, you can sit here and look. So, let me just show you. Look, perfect example. Ricky Rubio was averaging two steals a game uh, one year, right? But if you go back and watch Ricky Rubio play defense, that same year he was not playing on ball defense. He was getting fried. You look at that that, that stat sheet well, and it says two steals on average. have the IQ to get an off-ball steal. And you're correct. So that, still, that shows more intelligence and game knowledge rather than playing defense. It's still defense. Is it though? Yes. You're not. Is. You get a steal. You're being like you pick off a lazy pass, or you pick off like you. They're not always lazy passes. They're not always. You're right. But I just don't think in in my brain I value an on ball steal fifty times more than I value like a passing lane steal. I don't know. It's me. And I think Nick thinks the same way. We've talked about it before. But, like, it just doesn't register in my brain as, like, great defense. Like, I feel like a lot of people can intercept passing lanes. But not many people can get on ball or just, go like, guard on the perimeter. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. And a part of, like, a part of passing lane steals is on ball defense because – the person on the ball creates the havoc for the offensive player. So the defensive player can get the passing lane steal. Yeah. Sense. And that's what I'm saying. Like kudos to the person that made that and made them force the bad path. That's good on ball defense. Right. And that's what coach Chalik uh, definitely um, emphasizes when he does stuff is like, you created that steal when he's talking yeah. to the on ball defender. Right. And that's good. I mean, you're acknowledging, you know, the, the team for the effort, not just the person that got the steal. Now, would you say that if you had to if you had to grade Coach Chadwick, would you say that he is more of a defensive coach or an offensive coach? Oh, he's a defensive coach. Okay, yeah, I'm glad we're on the same page. I just, yeah. I think everybody knows that. Uh, I'm just, you know, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, some nights they go in, they, they, they light it up. But I'm talking like y'all. I'm not talking now. I'm just they don't yeah. really light it up. But then again, I mean, new shooters. Well, he's definitely more defensive. I know while I was there 
And in the past, we've had some, we've been in rankings for field goal percentage and points allowed during games um, for defensive wise. So I know we've done very well for making sure people don't get high percentages when we play them and also not scoring a lot. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, no, um, without a doubt. And, you know, it all starts on defense, like everybody says. Yes. It all starts on defense. And, yeah, we're always, always, whether it be in blocks, steals, or, you know, uh, field goal percentage or opponent field goal percentage, y'all are, y'all are always in the top in the nation. Right. And, um, and it definitely showed because, I mean, they would come to the Dugan or they would go to the ABC, put up like 50 points whenever they put up 90 points two nights ago. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was – it was fun. I like watching defense. I, I really do. Um, coming from me being like, yeah, if I had to score, I would score. But I, I enjoyed playing defense more. I like blocking people. Just That's just me, though. Oh, same. Because, you know, I'm 6'5 and can do that. Oh, yeah, totally. Push <laughs> <laughs> those numbers around and you get my actual height. <laughs> and <Yeah>. minus an inch. <laughs> no, um... And yeah, for those who obviously we should have probably mentioned this in the beginning, but um, she's a shooting guard, and I said you were a shooter, but I mean that could mean a lot of things. Uh, shooting guard, and you were carving out minutes for yourself in a very crowded, yeah, you know, I guess. What is it? Front court, back court? I always get them confused. Back court. Back court. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. I was, I literally always get them confused. It's I think- just. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're just like, wait. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Either way, it doesn't if really I matter. Mom, my parents are going to flame me later, so. <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. It's all good. Um, but no, uh, Sydney, this is kind of where we get to the point to where, you know, we kind of wrap it up. I want to be the, 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 the first to say thank you for being on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Emma said it. I've said it. Tony said it. You're an absolutely genius, genius <laughs> whenever it comes to basketball. And I know you're probably going to sell yourself short on that, but I'm here to hype you up, all right? <laughs> you are a very intelligent basketball mind. Um, I Just for the viewers or, or the listeners casting, I'm, too, I'm so used to the live um, now. But for the listeners, this is in the works. Uh, I have invited Sydney to be on a regular segment of uh, of the Fundamentally Sound podcast um, with basketball season right around the corner. I want to start having because this is this is my year. This is my sport. I love college basketball. Love college basketball. By the way, did you see um, UT beat OK State yesterday? Greg Brown out dueling Cade Cunningham. <sighs> Let's go, my boy. Yes, sir, Greg. I actually watched Greg Brown in high school. He's, he's an amazing player. Yeah, and, uh, you know, he's really excited. 24 and 10 as a small forward. <sighs> Sign me up. Uh, we're still overrated. UT's overrated. We're definitely going to be top 25. I saw they were number 10 today, and I was very actually surprised by that. But, yeah. you know. I. I'm very surprised, but they're definitely overrated. <laughs> we'll get into that. If if everything materializes the way I want it to, see, these are the kind of conversations we'll be talking about. Yeah. That, yeah. You, you understand? That's the that, the small sample size right there for the for the. And you got to get yourself into some women's basketball. I definitely do. You're right. Um, 
I definitely, definitely do. But um, I couldn't even tell you top five right now. Who's number one? UConn? South Carolina? Baylor? No, South Carolina's number five. Oh, they did lose their 36-game win. Yeah. yeah, their 36-game um, win streak. I see. I know a little bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, who is number one? Ah, uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Number nine, but you can't – you don't know who number one is. Um, it's not Notre Dame. They actually lost sure? it, I think. You sure it's not UConn? It I'm looking it UConn. right now. I'm looking it up right now. Uh, let me ask you something. Who's better? Haley Van Lith or Paige – what, Buckers, right? Uh, Paige is pretty good. She's very good. You're right. Do you uh, know who Haley Van Lith is, though? I've heard that name. Oh, she's Louisville or Louisville. My fault. My fault. Don't flame me. Louisville. I will be the one that flames you, too. flames you for that. That would be Emma. Stanford. Wow. That's. And oh, yeah. Stanford Louisville's is number two. Let's go, Haley. Yeah. Stanford is number one. I, uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, no. Cara Vanderveer just passed Pat Summit's um, all time win record. I did see that. That is very impressive because, you know, Pat Summit is. She was the my fault. She, she, she was the legend. She was the goat. She uh, yeah. ripped to the goat because she was an amazing person. Uh, Stanford, Louisville, Con- uh, Connecticut, North Carolina State, South Carolina, Arizona, Baylor at seven, y'all or Oregon, y'all at nine, and then Woo! UCLA. That is y'all's time. Y'all should definitely be. High. Who did y'all play? Y'all been playing some scrubs? No. Y'all beat Texas. Correct. Sadly. And DePaul, who's in the top 25. Why are y'all number nine? You don't have to answer these questions, but uh, what? Who? I'm kind of a part. Oh. Oh. Oh, what? I'm just looking at, like, some of the some of the people that, well, no. Y'all should really. Y'all should definitely be ahead of Arizona. I mean, Arizona has a UCLA win. That's about it. Arizona's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, well, I mean, just going off a record and y'all's solid wins, like Oregon's only had one, one really like one top twenty-five win. I mean, y'all have two, is what I'm trying to say. Like y'all have yeah, two solid wins. I, I don't know why y'all are nine. The Paul um, was actually nineteen when we played them. At yeah, DePaul. and uh, Texas was twenty-five when y'all played them. Correct. So, like, so, like I said, like Arizona's beat UCLA, which they're number nine, or they were nine, nine at the time. They're 10 now. Uh, Oregon's beat Oregon State. They're 15. Like, I can understand, like, you know, the top five, cool. Leave it. Um, I just don't know how y'all are nine. Arkansas beat Baylor when they were number four. They only dropped to seven. They've played garbage since then. Like, y'all should definitely be – y'all should definitely be six. No, without a doubt. Y'all should definitely be six. Kudos to AM. They should be six. Mm-hmm. I, I need to ask Drew about this, but what do you think about AM missing the playoffs in football? Oh my gosh. What do you think? I don't, I mean, I love college football. I'm right. into college football. Both my cousins are GAs for college football. That's dope. Um, Last segment, then we're going to wrap it up. <laughs> um, I thought they should have made the playoff personally. Notre Dame getting pretty smacked by Clemson. A redo of last year. Yeah, true. I 
losses in November versus losses in, or maybe that was even October. That was October. Um, no. When did AM lose to Alabama? Well, I mean, it was against Alabama. Let's be real here. Yeah. But, but yes, there was a while back. It was like week four, I think, week five, something losses, early. Losses early versus losses late are a big difference, usually, especially mm-hmm. for basketball it is. Right. No, without a doubt. You're right. So I just – I don't understand why Notre Dame would get the nod over A&M when their loss was more recent than A&M's loss. Here's what I told and you. A&M's strength of schedule was a lot higher than Notre Dame's. No, it was a lot higher than no, not Notre Dame. Notre Dame had to play top top three school twice. Um, uh, it was definitely higher than Ohio State's. But we played more ranked teams than Notre Dame did. How many did y'all play? Three, two, Florida, Florida, Alabama, Alabama. Um, Auburn wasn't ranked when we all played them. Auburn was not ranked when we played them. I think that's it. I feel like there's another one. Ole Miss, Tennessee, Vanderbilt. None of those are ranked. I'm pretty sure that was it. I'll, well, I can. I mean, yeah, it. it probably is. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so here's my thing. I told Drew, I was like, y'all got robbed, but y'all didn't get robbed at the same time. Okay. I understand why they picked who they picked. Right. I'm exactly. Gonna, I know. Okay, that I'm glad you can say that. I'm glad you can say that. Anyway, but yes. Yeah. What do you mean? I'm glad I can see. Well, because like Drew's over here and he won't listen to anything else other than we got robbed. And like, I even sent him a text. I was like, yes, y'all did get robbed, but y'all didn't get robbed. And then he opened it and didn't reply back. So yeah, that's true. Um, no, I understand the committee's decision. I might not agree with it, but right. I understand it. Right. And that's what I told him. I was like, look, Drew, you got to realize at the end of the day, What's going to sell tickets? Because that's all that matters to these people. They don't care about fairness. They care about what sells tickets. Let's be real. I don't know. There's a lot of Aggies out there. You're very, you're very right. But Ohio State, Notre Dame, Clemson and Alabama were givens. But Ohio State and Notre Dame are definitely bigger football uh, towns than uh, A&M. Or colleges, bigger colleges in football. I mean, Notre Dame, storied history. Ohio State, storied history. Yeah. Y'all, definitely not a storied history, but y'all are there. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I mean, y'all have had these last 10 years where y'all finished in the top 25 four times. And Drew wants – yeah, just we're not going to get into that. <laughs> Drew will be on myself. Uh, <laughs> but, um, no, but uh, I just wanted to know, just coming from a person that I know is not completely 100% biased towards – a&M, but goes there and recognizes real, you know, real recognizes real. Um, it's my school. It's my team. Exactly. So, <laughs> um, but what I think is the four best teams got in. Um, and like I told him, nobody wanted to see another Bama A&M smackdown. Let's be but real here. It was going to happen. It's going to be a Bama Notre Dame smackdown. You're right. But we're saying that if, in this perfect world, you even said it yourself, you think that AM should have been over Notre Dame. Therefore, they would have been four. Yes, they would have had to play Alabama again. Exactly. Correct. So this is what I'm saying. This is what I told him. Nobody no, wants I, to see I, that. Yeah. Like that's that that's been a smacking for the last four years or three years or whatever it's been. It's like, all right, we know the outcome. 
that doesn't sell tickets. Alabama Notre Dame, we don't know what's going to happen. Alabama's going to win, but you know, <laughs> but, but there's more uncertainty. But yeah, that's just that's just my whole thing. The CFP is so rigged to the point to where they just want to sell tickets. That's not go that far. I mean, there's been a lot of controversy just in like the how long has it been? Like eight years, six years, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, and, and I want to say about four of those years, five of those years, there's been controversy. This year included. There's always going to be controversy with it, though. <clears throat> I feel like it should be easier, though. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, losses later should definitely reflect a little bit more than losses earlier. Therefore, this is what brings the controversy in. That there's always going to be that controversy when there's only four teams in it. Yeah, I think they need to expand to six. That'd be they're going to probably expand to six or eight. I think. Um, I think eight's kind of reaching because, like you know, looking at it this year, like I think Cincinnati was eight or nine, something like that. But we're talking like then we throw in a Cincinnati team, they're just bound to get smacked. Let's be real. Yes, but then the rankings might shift a little bit. True. If there's a difference in – because for a while they thought if – I think it was Iowa State. Iowa State played in the Big 12 championship, correct? Mm -hmm. Correct. For a lot of time they thought that Iowa State might jump from six to four. If they won. Right, if they won. Correct. I recall that. So that would completely jump over A&M at five. And so the ranking didn't even matter at that point because AM stayed five for the longest. Very true. But they still predicted Iowa State to jump. Yeah, well, so, I think in that situation it would be because not only did they play, I think they beat a then-ranked UT, they beat a then-ranked OU, then they would have beat them in the Big 12 championship. Well, I'm not I saying th- they wouldn't have deserved it. Yeah, well, they I'm just – They definitely deserved what they got. I'm just saying, like the rankings definitely shift when there's when in the when the playoffs are different because the rankings would have shifted for Iowa State to make it in if there was a different situation. Right, I understand. Because they never showed them at fifth, but in everybody's yeah. mind, they were that fifth team. Yeah. Do you so. think that if Iowa State would have been OU twice and the ranked Texas, I think they were ranked like 17th at the time. I want to say they were. Um, but do you think they would have leapfrogged AM? Like, let's just I think say, a lot of ifs, I think ifs are just assuming and assumptions are bad. Correct. Yeah, I, I'm 100% behind you on that one. So, like, <laughs> there's lots of, like, there's lots of, if this happened, then this would have happened. But yeah, exactly. It would have at that point. Like, yeah, I got you. Yeah, no. Oh. It's a shame on me for asking. But anyway, all right. We got to wrap it up. I got a um, fantasy basketball draft here in a little bit. And I still have to try to make uh, food. And um, so, Sydney, thank you so much for being on. Any last shout outs? Um, shout out to Emma. Hey, shout out to Emma. And Islander basketball team. And of course, the Ain and Aggies. So. Woo, go Aggies. <laughs> <laughs> no. guy. I know no guy. I follow you on social media i know you are a texas guy but go uh but all right i appreciate everybody listening uh make sure to hit that follow button go to youtube the fundamentally sound podcast um 
dot or on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash the fundamentally sound podcast. And you will be able to find our page, subscribe, hit that like button. Cause it's always uh, appreciated and it helps me out. Um, I have not checked what we're at. I believe it's like 43 subscribers, 22 followers. And we average like a hundred views on Facebook whenever we go live. And that's my personal Facebook. So if you know me, go mad me on Facebook. Um, yeah, if you know me, then you should just know my name. So go add me on Facebook, period, in story. Anyway, uh, with that said, appreciate everybody watching. This is going up on a Tuesday. So, uh, yeah, this is going to be the only uh, only episode this week because of – that's, like, across all platforms, only episode because of the holidays. So hope you all enjoyed. We'll see you all later. Peace.